Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. The show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. Thanks to my partner, Kirk Kittleson, for hanging out with you for the morning news out there, as you said, with the Boy Scouts of America this morning at their fundraising breakfast. And uh, th- thanks to everybody that uh, that showed up out there. They're doing fantastic things. We heard from some of the kids out there. Uh, actually, one of, the, one of the kids speaking, uh, Zach, he's been on our show. I, I joked with him out there like six or eight times because everything going on in the community that has to do with kids doing something, Zach's involved. He's also a Boy Scout, and he was out there this morning. So thanks to everybody out there there and uh th- thanks for tuning in to coffee break this morning and joining us is Helena public school superintendent rex welts and uh rex thank you for coming in hey good morning so You're, what was for breakfast it, it was your standard pancakes and bacon and Can't eggs go and, wrong you know some sausage you know you they, they they hit it right down the middle good, and uh good. you know I, I had my coffee and i was happy <laughs> yeah everything went well what was how about your breakfast uh couple cups of coffee <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah, on the run this a, morning there's a lot of coffee uh ingested yeah. both at radio stations and in the school district yeah, i would imagine yeah yeah, it's on yeah. The, we're on it, the run in the morning yeah i mean it, it, it's been a tough couple of years for for schools um you know everybody involved for for students teachers administrators yeah. nothing has been easy I mean, nothing. You can't go, well, at least we got that. I mean, there, there's everything has had extra steps. Everything has had extra. It, it's just been tough. It it has. I mean, again, you know, I'm the guy with the glass half full. So sure. you're right. It, there's been a lot to the last couple of years. Um, but it is what it is. And uh, you, I keep saying that every time I'm here, I'm super proud of our, our staff. It took a thousand people, you know, bus drivers, custodians, cooks, teachers, subs, pairs. It takes us all um, to, to do what we're doing. And so, um, yeah, we could we could dwell on the negative part of that part, and it's been really difficult, but I would, I'm going to focus forward. And, you know, we're, we're in a much better place right now than we were six months ago. And I'm, that's kind of uh, looking through the windshield instead of in right. the rearview mirror. Yeah, well, and you, you started the school year, masks were required elementary middle schools, came back from winter break and said, you know what, we're good. We're in a good enough spot. We don't need that right now. And then, of course, uh, Omicron jumped up. And uh, you had to decide, well, do we bring them back? And, and you made that decision that for, uh, I guess, a couple of weeks that, uh, you know what, we're, we're bringing them back. What, I guess explain to folks, what, what went into making that call? Because I know that, that's not an easy decision for, no, not for you, of course. No, not, not at all. In whatever decision we make throughout this uh, pandemic, and um, there's going to be people that appreciate that decision and, and not so much. And so when we came back, Well, you know, a quick history on that is that uh, leading up into winter break, so all through December, our numbers kept trending down. You know, we were to a point where zero, one case, positive case per day in the in the district um, looked really well. So we made the decision as coming back out of winter break that January 4th, I believe it would be without a mask. And then um, Omicron come skyrocketing at us. I mean, it was super quick. And uh, thankfully, one, you know, the the gem with with that um, variant is as fast as it came here, as fast as it took off yeah. out too. So um, we did make the decision. We were really close to closing some buildings just for the lack of staffing. Working with St. Pete's Hospital, they were, they were taxed. And so made the decision to uh, not oversaturate our hospitals and to keep adults in the buildings so that we can keep kids in the building. The overall part of the, every decision made is to stay in school five days a week mm-hmm. right and that's that's where we were um so we 
put masks back on, slow the spread as best we could, um, kept our doors open, and, and I will uh, – Today, we are in really good shape. Uh, we're back. Our numbers are low. We have great staffing. Uh, hospitals look good. So um, we came back out Monday, much like Bozeman and I think Billings also. Um, yeah. They, they uh, rescinded. Well, and you've been, and you, you touched on it there, I, I guess, is you've been kind of towing that line on just making sure that you have enough folks to keep buildings open and keep things running. And that's really what it was mostly targeted at, right? If we can't have teachers and staff get, getting sick, we can't have them being quarantined. We have to do what we can to keep the bodies in the building. Yeah, that. Um, if you recall, there was a three-day week. Uh, we had a three-day weekend, came back for three days. That was during semester exam time at the high schools, and then we went into another three-day week. That three-day um, semester exam week was really difficult. That's when we probably were at the peak of this surge and we had a lot of staff out. Um, and w there were probably 15 to 20 staff members we couldn't cover. Um, so we were piecemealing it together best we could and I knew that we had to keep our doors open. So we, we do know this, especially in the high school, if we close buildings, we don't get kids back, right? It's, it's really important to keep our doors open and provide opportunity for our students to learn. Um, more importantly, um, once, once they're gone, you know, if we bring, if we, if we're out for a week or two, we have some students that may not come back to us and just are dropouts, and that's not, that's not tolerable for us. Um, so there, that's where we're at, and it's it keeping our doors open wasn't the high watermark. Our doors are open so that we can get kids and staff in the building so they can perform extraordinary um, feats, and so the academic um, around where we were is much better than it was when we first started. Yeah, so it's one of those things where, you know, you, you don't want to walk around wearing a mask all day either. You know, no, nobody does, but it's no. one of those, I suppose, that, you know, if we do this, then we have a chance of keeping these buildings open. It, it's worth that to, to keep the buildings open five days a week. And it, it seems like you, know, you did that. We haven't had to close a, a school yet. We haven't, not this year. Um, and we don't intend to. Um, now moving forward, you know, Omicron is is it looks like it's waned out of our, our community. Our numbers are are great. It's uh, this our district, our our community, state, um, our county looks good right now. Our wastewater numbers are down, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of water under the bridge. You know, we're that's behind us now. Let's we're really focus on going forward. Again, um, helping students recover, um, social emotional needs of our students. Uh, and really, now it's time to push down into uh, spring, spring break, yeah. and into the school year. It's almost spring break, isn't it? It is. Wow. Uh, Helena Public School Superintendent Rex Welts with us uh, on Coffee Break this morning. And uh, you did, right about that same time, uh, pick back up the drive-through testing. And it sounds like that's running for now, uh, but that might, it might not be running for a, a whole lot longer. Yeah, there's some variables around that that we don't fully understand. We've, we picked back up, and we said earlier this is probably one of the most important tools that we have to keep the virus out of our schools. Early detection, knowing that they're there, having them removed so we're not um, influencing the rest of the, the school. But we're just not seeing a lot of people testing right now. And so the interest level in drive-through testing has um, has declined and decreased. And um, we're, we'll make decisions here this, this week if we're going to continue that. But uh, we're just not seeing the interest. And there's a, probably a couple of reasons for that. One is the home test through the um, right. federal government. Um, others just maybe um, we're done with it. But if people do want to take advantage of that, at least this week it, it's still running? We or? are, yes. Okay, so what's the information on that if people want to take advantage? So in front of Lincoln School, um, on, on the main... Um, uh, road right in front there pull up to the signs we have some overhead lighting uh, that's from four to seven and monday through thursday okay
Hello, Public School Superintendent Rex Wilds with us. And, uh, you know, one thing that I think is uh, is worth pointing out that, uh, uh, and I think you mentioned it in your, your letter to parents, is that the community by and large took it, it took change as well. I mean, it, it has to be hard for you, I know, to say, hey, you know what, we're, we're doing the mask. Now we're not. Now we are. Yeah. Now we're not. You know, you, you don't want to have to be that guy. Unfortunately, you're that guy. And it, it, it seems like, you know, at it, 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 most levels that, Everybody understood, you know, this is what's going on. And even if we don't like it, you know, the kids are wearing the mask, everybody's wearing the mask. It has to be nice uh, just to see that flexibility, that understanding from the community. We've said it all along. Helena community has just been phenomenal, real flexible. You know, there will be some debate around did we act fast enough? Or was it too fast? Was that how, what it, what it looks like? But by and large, our community has been very supportive. Yeah, it's it, it's not. And so I guess the question, like you said, you know, we're, we're looking ahead. And so what does that look like? Where do we go from here? Maybe, maybe there's not a clear answer because we that's the frustrating thing is we can't plan like normal. No, that's that's been the issue with um, this virus, this disease, is that there's no crystal ball. Uh, you can't plan. Fortunately for us, we're usually two or three weeks later. Yeah, we're that we way see. behind the wave. So we yeah. can kind of forecast what's happening out around us and in, in prepare. But um, as we, you know, in july when i first took over i said it's gonna be normal i wrote a letter i told the community it's gonna be much more uh of a normal school year and that changed abruptly and then um we saw the same thing in january this year is that things happen quickly you can't predict it you just need to be we just need to be flexible be able to um, adapt and um think what's best for our students yeah it's got it's got to be nice at least having that 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 ability to sort of look ahead we see what's happening on west coast east coast it's coming here yeah. we've got two or three weeks you at least get a head start we do what, yeah. what are we i mean are we seeing something now that's happening on the coast that you go okay well this is coming or right now are the coast they're looking okay they are yeah everything you know everything out in the peripherals look pretty good right now um and that's really where i wanted to stay um I, at some point and i think our community our our, our students and our staff we're all tired of this virus. I mean, it's yeah. been part of our life for so long. And uh, quite frankly, I am too. And I'm really interested in, in thinking about busing Something and nutrition yeah. and academics and uh, social, emotional and athletics and, and uh, you know, just that normal experience back for our kids. That's That's been my focus. That's uh, now looking to the east and the west and on both coasts. I think that's what we're seeing out there as well. Yeah, and we'll talk about, uh, I guess, some of that. Let's, let's talk about sports and academics and all that. But let, let's take a break, and then we'll be back and chat more with Helena Public School Superintendent Rex Welts on Coffee Break. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. 
Welcome back to Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging with us this morning. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. Helena Public School Superintendent Rex Welch with us on Coffee Break this morning. And, uh, you know, Rex, how, how are, and I guess this is just a kind of speaking in generalities, but how are students doing right now in terms of academics? I mean, there was concern that with so many changes, you know, the online schooling, the hybrid, all that, that there was going to be uh, a lot of losses that took uh, time to come back from. We always see that in the mm-hmm. summer. There's that summer lag, and then you, you have to get that back. And there was a concern that we were going to see sort of an extended version of that. What what do we know? Because I know the academic assessment reports, are those now out? Was that? They are. Okay. Yeah. Good, good question. We so we sent out the um, smarter balance from last um, from last year. So we 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 sent that information out this week um, or last week in in conjunction with our iReady, which is our our benchmark assessment tool. And we had fall data and winter data. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised they're uh, we're ahead above um, even pre-pandemic um, norms. Um, there's some really great data to to cause for celebrate but i also um realistic know that there are some areas that we need to grow in as well but uh uh students are doing well to answer your question i'm pleased with where our staff our students are the work that our staff has done in in consequently think about what this year looked like so we took fall data we took a a, um, a benchmark assessment in the fall and then we took another one here just recently in the winter just completed but during that time we had a revolving door of kids in and out being quarantined back and forth and in addition to our staff and so the variables were were um, abnormal at best and what we're seeing with our students uh, is we're seeing good growth and so that's that's encouraging I really look forward to the to the winter to the spring you know we're coming coming down into this a great stretch of education, and uh, um, I look forward to seeing that spring data as well. Yeah, yeah. You had talked uh, previously in a letter saying, you know what, we're going to come back to school this fall. It's going to be a lot more normal. Of course, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what normal is anymore, but it sounds like heading into the spring, maybe a, a lot more normal. Yeah, and you know, a little gun shy saying the word normal. Right. Um, however, uh, forecasting out in front of us and seeing what's out the, out in the peripherals. Uh, it does look better. Um, so if if there is, I don't want to jinx us, but if there's a normal, this could be it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the forward. mid-year report has been released. I know that's a heavy document, what, in like 16, 17 pages. So, you know, I'll, I'll just ask you just generally, uh, and, and I know you kind of touched on it there, but, you know, what did we learn? Can you give us kind of a, a, a synopsis, the Cliff Notes version of of that? What What did we see? What did you see? in the mid-year report you know business and operations kept going it really and that was um i wanted our community to know that with all of the energy and the passion around the covid mitigation it wasn't the only thing going on in our schools i really i i purposely insulated our curriculum instruction our facilities because there's still work to be done and i didn't need to be have them clogged up with uh with really the pandemic and and so i the six-month report just the mid-year is just a reassurance that Helena School District's in good shape you know, we did a lot of work around COVID and, and mitigation of COVID but there were many people doing the work that needed to be done behind the scenes and I think that was just an exposure to what was going on um, while I was dealing with COVID yeah well and you did say us on that that uh, you know you're going to be there's so many good things, but there's always with any business, with any endeavor, there's things that you can improve. And you talked about, you know, looking at, hey, is that is there something we can improve in 
category A, B, or C, and, and you said, hey, we're going to start looking at that stuff. Special education is where you're going to kind of start of, hey, let's look at this and see what we can do better. Yeah, there's always, um, I think it's important to not be reactive and everything and be proactive even when the energy levels around a certain such as a virus. Um, so we, we took a deep dive into a special ed program. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to look at programs as we move forward. You know, there's you know, time and place for everything, but uh, we, we analyzed where our special ed program and, and put a lens on it and said, what can we do better? Um, so that was one that we're working on. We'll do that around facilities right now with our um, our facilities committee. They're putting together a, a long-range facilities master plan com- with also a deferred maintenance plan so we can talk to our community about what, are, what buildings are where they're at and what they need. And so there's a lot of proactive work being done. Yeah, Rex, and we, we've got Helena Public School Superintendent Rex Welts with us on, on Coffee Break this morning. And I just kind of, I wonder, you know, the, the, the teachers, the staff administration, this has been, as we mentioned, it's, it's been a long two years. We've talked about physical health, keeping the, the buildings open and, and that, but just as we've seen in the medical field, the burnout is very real right now mm-hmm. and obviously difficult for doctors, for nurses, for that, in a different way, but yeah. just as difficult for people inside of school districts. How are we making sure that we're taking care of our teachers and administrators, our staff, that just the emotional, the, the mental health? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, even before I was a superintendent in another district and before the pandemic hit, I was concerned even before all this took place around compassion fatigue. You know, the, the energy level, uh, what, what goes on behind the door when a parent drops a student off or a bus driver drops off students, what parents don't see on the inside of that is that it's a, it's a, whirlwind of energy and um, concern for every student. And so I've always been worried about compassion fatigue, about our mental burnout. And in the last two years, it's just, um, um, it it is exposed that even further. Um, So moving forward, you know, that's the lens that I want to look at is how do we help our staff? How do we help, you know, and when I say staff, I mean, it's everyone, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. our staff, um, anyone that uh, that works with a student. So it is on the top of my uh, priority list of, of how do we increase capacity, mental capacity and grit and um, acknowledge those that are working super hard behind the scenes. Yeah. And you mentioned acknowledgement and maybe that's how the community can help, right? As you, you see a teacher, you see a janitor, a bus driver out, you know, at, at, at Costco on the weekend, just a thank you is probably going to go a long way. I think that's true. Um, as a leader um, in our district, I think that's true for all industries. It's, teachers are there that way, bus drivers, uh, custodians, cooks, whatever it might be, paras, um, administrators. But it's also our community. It's it's our n- nursing staff and our doctors and you know the the people are behind the scenes um, in all of our industries. So across the board in in our community, you know, I think there's a level of gratitude that we collectively. We didn't do this by ourselves in the school district. We collectively, as a, as a as a community, came around, and so not only thanking and recognizing our our staff, but those in our community as well, because our parents have done the same thing. We asked our parents to teach two years ago, yeah. uh, and that that's a difficult task. And so I I recognize and acknowledge that as well. Well, and you put, I mean, I, I guess sort of linked to that. We we did put out a call. I think the last time you were here, of uh, you know, hey, we need some of you to serve as substitutes as uh, you know we we need some bodies in these That's, buildings you need yeah. us to you know stop gap a little bit I, do we still need people to to sign up for that sub pool or? i'll i'll never say we don't right. but but after that uh, so we had that um, conversation here on air about a month ago and i also had a letter to the community uh, people stepped up. My HR department, uh, one that's real particular uh, responsible for substitutes and onboarding said that um, 
I was a pretty good recruiter because we ended up getting quite a few people. And then that, that, that effect then helps us keep our doors open as well. Yeah. So I think our community and those that stepped up and, and joined, um, it was, it was very yeah, helpful. great to hear. Yep. Yeah. So that, that means a lot of you listen to the radio and that, that's, that, that's good. To find. <laughs> that's good work. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah. Helena Public School Superintendent Rex Welts is with us on Coffee Break this morning. Uh, in terms of, I guess, activities and sports, we've got basketball teams uh, in the final stretch of their seasons and the divisional tournament's going to be uh, down here in, in Helena. That's a big deal. It, it is. It's, it's, it's big for our students. Um, we're hosting at Carroll. Uh, it's good for our community. You know, when we bring when we bring outside districts in and host tournaments, uh, people are buying gasoline and and hamburgers and motel rooms. And it's good for our, for Helena at large. And so I'm excited about it. Remember, I was a Montana high school basketball player myself and played a lot of divisional basketball games in that uh, Carroll gym. Yeah, well, and so that just means if if you want to go out to eat here in a couple of weeks in the evening. You might rethink it because there's going to be a lot of visitors here and either re- either rethink that or be prepared to wait because it's great, but the restaurants are packed. Yeah, and it's a good thing. Yeah, you know, there's another sign of coming back, right? Yeah. Getting, uh, I, in, through that six-month report that we referenced earlier, I did notice that, I did note that in that six-month that athletics, intramurals, activities are all back online. And I think as a, as a former coach, it's super important to see our kids um, engaged in that extracurricular, co-curricular activities. Yeah, it's great. Well, and we just had some finish up, uh, you know, activities. We, we had the speech and debate tournament also here at the state tournament. And yep. uh, once again, you, you were mentioned during the break, we had a lot of people step up and because that's you need people from the community to be a judge for, for that thing. And a lot of people stepped up and said, hey, I'll help out. It is one of the activities that requires the most volunteers to pull it off. Um, and at Helena High, we had 207 volunteers help judge um, that that state event. And case in point, I know of one individual, Judge Seven, all everything he could do for two days there um, in judging. So 207 people stepped up to help judge. Um, that's a testament to our community. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I've done that before and it's not necessarily easy. No. I mean, it's, it's a difficult, I mean, it, it, it's not grueling, but it takes time and it takes some energy and some effort. That's a tough thing to do, to volunteer, to be a judge at those, uh, at those events. And so for people to step up and to do that, it, it really says a lot about the community. It's, it's a special thing. It really is. Yeah. And uh, I think Mr. McMahon, Tim McMahon, our athletics director, our activities director, uh, did a nice job of helping pull that together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you might as well keep with activities and sports. The uh, the wrestling tournament just finished up that. Not here, uh, but a- another great thing, because that was all back together. It was down at Metra in Billings and uh, went three days this year for the first time. Uh, because uh, we we had the girls division as well, and I think they said fifteen thousand people total ended up seeing that thing. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a bucket list event. Even if you're not into activities, just being in the metro with the energy of of Class C B A double A, um, it is just a bee's nest of energy. Um, super super great for our kids. Uh, the atmosphere for our um, our community, the the parents and the students. It's it's a it's a must go to. Yeah, it, it's such a great event, and uh, you know, th- th- there's so many great athletic events. Uh, you know, from swimming, and, and now we've got spring sports are getting ready to go too. Yeah, we we've got a whole new season getting ready to start. Yeah, it's starting to snow this week. Right, so that means it must be <laughs> it was golf spring. track season, right? Exactly. Yeah, the uh, and I think 
uh, to note, um, Montana, I think we talked about this last time, Montana High School Association got together and uh, voted a couple changes um, yeah. that we're considering. And, um, one we're not considering, shot clocks will be in as a um, – Old basketball coach, uh, I pushed on a, a shot clock for years. I think it's uh, it's the right thing to do. We're one of the few states that, that didn't have it. So glad to see that come back around. Um, and then baseball is a discussion right now. Yeah, and that's a – I guess we're still trying to figure out exactly what that looks like. And and so I know they sent out – I, I actually uh, had uh, spoken with uh, Mark Beckman here uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said they were sending out sort of questionnaires to schools to just judge interest and see where that's at. What are you seeing from Helena? Where is our interest level in terms of baseball? I think that's where we're at as well. We're, we're doing the same thing. We're assessing what that interest level looks like, um, not only with the, where our students are at, but, you know, our facility side, you know, where do we where do we practice? You know, what does that cost? Do we have to rent facilities? We have some older baseball fields that uh, probably need, need some work. Um, probably they're not ready to go this spring, that's for sure. So we're analyzing the cost of what it looks like, but also uh, do we have the student body that can pull it off? Would that be potentially a – would we have a Helena High team, a Capital High team, or would that potentially be – a Helena team and, and you join schools or because it seems like when they announced that they weren't real clear about what that would or had to look like. No, I think they've kind of left it up to the, right. to the districts. Um, I, I would forecast that that would be a team on both sides. I think okay. the baseball is that, um, um, of important here in town, uh, given with our other, um, uh, leagues that we see in the summer. So I think that we would probably see a, a high school team, and if not just a high school capital N, Helen High, but probably a JV and a varsity. Um, we just have that um, that interest. So when will we find out more about that? Like right now you said it's sort of that exploratory, let's gauge the interest and see where we're at. Is this something where we're looking at maybe next year, then we take that next step? Because you can't just start a program and go, all right, well, tomorrow we're going to start baseball. It, yeah, it takes some footwork. Yeah, that's where um, that's where the double A's are at right now. We're, we What we want to see is um, if we do, in fact, go forward, are we the only one, right? So is there is there other teams out there to even play? So I think across the state we're looking at double A's to find out what their interest level is, how fast they can gear up, um, and then what's the cost impact of what that looks like. So uh, it could it could come at us that quickly um, just because we do have the facilities already here. We just have to find time to, to get on them. Yeah. Um, but there will be a little bit of a ramp up, and so we'll, we'll see what the rest of the double A's are doing as well, okay. and make sure that there's even competition if it if it works for us. Right. We've got uh, we got exactly one minute left, Rex, and so I guess time enough to ask maybe that same question about the shot clock. You know, the the uh, MHSA has said it's going to happen. So for double A's for Helena, I mean, how quickly can we get that installed and ready to go? Is that is that going to be ready for next season? It will be. Uh, our AD, our athletic director, and uh, facilities uh, have met a couple of times and have plans on what um, what it looks like. You know, in the new schools such as Jim Darcy, when they were built them, they had shot clocks in it. So really, what we're doing is uh, ramping up uh, Helena High and Capital. Uh, of course, in the technology right now, there's some wireless feeds to those, and so we really just need to put power on on a box um, and mount those to the to the um, polls, so uh, it'll happen. And um, you know, the high school associations done a nice job of sending out different uh, brochures of who who offers those devices and, and what costs. Yeah, I think it'll be a great addition. I love it, and uh, you heard it right here. We're gonna have it next year. It's, it's, it's gonna be here. Yep. Rex Wells, uh, Helena Public School Superintendent. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, always. We're all out of time. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. 
Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.